0: The Russian air defences on the island—they probably put a UAV up, and then they just shoved the shit out of it. Essentially, adjusting on using the UAV. So the the, the question now is: Did the, did the Russians say fuck their shit? <laughs> I'm out of here. Blow up what was left in place, uh, and then evacuate. Um, or did the Ukrainians actually kill everything on the island? Simply ran out of targets, and then the Russians went, you yeah, know what, nah will go there's rumors of maybe one helicopter being killed as well that's yet to be confirmed initial reports were a a attack helicopter i think that's probably a mistake i think that's probably a russian navy helix one that could pick people up i think they probably ran helicopters in pick up any senior staff electronic intelligence expert um anyone really useful and then they ran it might have been raptors, actually, faster troll boats to pick up the, the rest of the idiot, And maybe one of them was, was killed at the same time. So we're just waiting to see. I have seen some footage. It does look like Ukrainian artillery firing on something south of the island. Um, and gunny... But-
1: there's reports that the Ukrainians used a Bogdan. Bogdan is their their domestic production, like a Caesar or an Archer, wheeled artillery, self-propelled gun, 155mm. I think they only made one or two examples of before the war, actually. Yeah,
0: that would make sense. I mean, as long as it's got a range of, of, of between sort of 25 and 30 miles. Um, I've had a quick look at the satellite overheads. I've seen some good graveled roads, um, some pretty good hard standing um a, a, a friend um messaged me to say um someone who lived in that area was reporting loud explosions they thought it was um artillery landing i think it was probably outgoing to be honest with you it was shaking window panes etc but it sounds like it was probably ukrainian outgoing uh, and then they just plinked the island and then just just hit the fuel dump ammunition is supposedly still going off, uh, so yeah, it's it, it's a question of was was the island made untenable for the Russians, and they just decided, no, this isn't worth it, and destroyed whatever kit was left in place, or did the Ukrainians actually just kill all the kit in place when the r- Russians left? Uh, that that seems to be the the logical explanation. I don't know why they didn't do it earlier if they used a domestic. Uh, artillery system. Maybe they were waiting for Excalibur or or something like that, or, or maybe it was High Mars because High Mars is everywhere at the moment, isn't it? You can't move for High Mars. You should think there's like a thousand High Mars in fear? Um, but yeah, I mean, once they killed the long range radar, um, and the counter battery radar, it was game over for them. It was just a case of when the Ukrainians, um, could be bothered to um, knock the place about a bit. So happy days. But of course, they, they, they left it as a humanitarian gesture. So I, I, I think that's wonderful, the Russians, isn't it? See, everyone says really bad things about the Russians, but they're all right, really, aren't they? Yeah, a bunch of heroin addicts, aren't they? So yeah, now, now we'll see. They, they've said they've done the evacuation for humanitarian grounds. So I would imagine there'll be some political clamoring Um, to start running the grain out of Odessa. That puts the Russians in a bit of a bind, really, because if they evacuated because they want the grain convoys to run, they can't start shooting at Odessa harbour installations and start killing grain ships. Well, they could do. It would just be completely contradictory, which is Russians were Russian, weren't they? But, um, yes, it's it's good. It's going to piss off Black Sea Fleet Commander. It's going to really impinge on their efforts. They're not out of the game, though. Expect a temper tantrum. Expect some real teddies thrown out the pram, maybe. Um, Some concerted missile strike. um, Hospitals, kindergartens, all the usual high-value military targets that Ivan loves to hit. Um, But, yeah, they've taken one on the chin here. Um, Yeah, and I hope it fucking hurts, to be honest.
1: So, Ghani, I'm being told by a Swiss artillery friend, Pindolina, that... Um, they must have used some Western systems because the video that he seen uh, shows a, the lead gun correcting fire first, and then there's battery fires, you know, from from multiple guns. Uh, he says that they're using regular tube artillery with base bleed ammunition to achieve the 35 plus kilometer range with the with the homegrown Bogdan. Uh but then other things like the Slovak Zuzana, the Caesars, the Panzer Halbist five thousand could have done it as, as well. Um you can use Excalibur, of course. Uh the Bogdan it's not clear if the Bogdan can use the Excalibur, even though it's a one five five. Um but yeah, that's uh, that that's what they that's what they used up. That's what they used um to, to kinda of hit the island, which is which is pretty amazing in itself, I think.
0: Um yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean you Excalibur's a a, you know a pricey little silver bullet, so um, yeah, maybe one or two of them just to just just to make sure you 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 get the um, we don't know exactly what radar systems they they might have had. I'd have expected them to have a counter battery radar, so that would have been right up there on my priorities. Because if I've got a battery being laid against this place and there's an MRLS there and a counter battery radar, yeah, I'd want to I'd want to kill that. Kill the rocket launcher, kill the long-range air search radar, um, and then run a TB2 at range, probably probably out the range of the search radars on the surface-to-air systems, because um, they've got a really good camera system. And yeah, and then adjust on. So one 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 gun does the initial, um, and then the rest of rest of the battery adjusts onto it. Dink dink dink, job done. Uh, or, you know, a really good easy shoot for them to conduct.
1: I just have a small technical note. I think we're approaching 24 hours of the space being up. So if the space does close at any point, we will just restart the space and uh, and have it run anew from the Walter Report account. We will be restarting in five minutes, whatever happens, uh, just so you know. But obviously, we will continue the discussion where we left off, because this is very important and, and very, uh, you know, uh, very interesting to talk about anyway. Uh, Nina, do you have a question? Uh,
2: thank you. Yes, I have a question for Gani, but I have to say... I hear Gani speaking, and uh, the question is about Snake Island. But uh, I hear Gani speaking, and then I look, what is this avatar? And I I see like this, uh, like white man, white <laughs> white man in the picture. Ah, okay, it's Gani. Uh, okay, <laughs> and I uh, and also when he was talking about the uh, heroin addicts uh, that were on Snake Islands, I I was just. Uh, laughing here so much that I didn't hear what he said. Anyway, uh, Ghani, uh, we started, uh, when I came the first time on Water Report, it was pretty much uh, the same time when the Russians uh, were trying to, trying and and also, yeah, took the Snake Island, and uh, we remember this uh, uh, when it happened. And then it's been an ongoing uh, discussion about snake island because it's all all, all the time something is happening there uh, back and forth and now uh, I was reading on the Finnish news about snake island that there are no russians anymore and the explanation of the russian side was that they are so uh, nice now that they will give the un uh, like uh, that they can now uh, take these grain ships or whatever but uh, uh uh, what really like happened because the we have seen the russians uh, putting all those uh, artilleries and uh, trenches and everything on snake island and i uh, does it mean that just two of these excaliburs or i I actually looked them up what they look like and uh, or if it was a high mar, whatever but was it like a uh, two explosions and and the Russians are gone or or how how did it go because I couldn't follow the, the all the time because sorry for but I was laughing here so much.
0: Yeah, I mean it. So um, it, it's possible. It's it's not guaranteed, obviously. I can't tell from the footage, but um, it's possible they used one or two um, exotic rounds to hit something really high value on there. Um, and then they just used standard um, standard artillery, HE frag um, from a from a battery somewhere along the coast, about 20, 25, 26 miles away, um, and then just kept firing at it. So we, we, we don't know. We know this has been going on for, for a good two days at least. What we don't know is whether the Russians decided that it was just untenable and blew up whatever was left jumped onto to two or three Raptors um, and made maybe a couple of helicopters and legged it or whether the Ukrainians just systematically destroyed everything on the, on the Island. Um, and then the Russians evacuated. Uh, so we'll probably have to wait out a little while. Both, both sides will, will make different claims, but ultimately what happened was Ukrainian artillery made the Island untenable as a forward operating base uh, and the Russians had to leave. The, the The exact circumstances I think we can all wait for, no one's really bothered um you know how to, how to how to sort of round it up they fucking ran Nina they ran um because it got too hot uh so yeah and and that's all all we really need to know at the moment, isn't it
2: yeah, okay, and the rest we're trying to swim away uh how do you see it uh, now the Russians know that uh, the ukrainians can uh hit the Snake Island, uh, this is of course very speculative that do you think that they would even try to take Snake Island Island anymore, Russians, or do we see like uh, some kind of shift here that this is the, the, uh, when the Ukrainians are getting the Western uh, weapons, uh, we are seeing like uh, it's starting to making an impact and And this is one of
0: the signs. Thank you. So there'll always be a danger the Russians will go back to Snake Island. Um, It's probably going to be quite a mess on there. There's there's probably going to be a lot of unexploded ordnance lying around, probably some mines, things like that. So the the Ukrainians won't really want to garrison it. I don't think if the Russians get a sniff of a garrison, they'll trash it even more. I think what I'd do if I was Ukrainians is probably blow up that jetty um if you kill that jetty it's going to be virtually impossible to to get anything sizable or sure at all so blow, blow up that concrete pier maybe destroy the the concrete ramp i think it's concrete um that'd be easy easy to do with with enough of a charge if they can get the stuff there and then nobody's going to be on that island. What the impact's going to be, That that's yet to play out. What will the Russians do? Will they keep sending warships west as a statement of intent? Yeah, probably. Just out of pride more than anything else. They'll have to keep clear of the boxes. So they'll they'll need to keep probably a good 170 miles minimum away from the Ukrainian coast because they simply don't know what's lurking on the coast. Um, They've lost their raid warning on on Snake Island, so um, any chances that they had of detecting anti-ship missile launches are, are pretty much dead now. Uh, and it's just going to make it really difficult. It's going to make it difficult for them. They're still going to be able to operate submarines. They're still going to be able to put warships down there. They'll still be able to put airborne early warning aircraft up if they want. They'll still be able to exercise a degree of control. But it's. I think this is more psychological than operational. The Ukrainians will be very happy with this. The, the chances of a, of any sort of Russian amphibious op have just not disappeared, but but really, really, we're talking in the low percentages, under ten percent now. Um, and they've put themselves in, a, as I say, in a real bind because they've said it's a humanitarian gesture because they want the grain convoys to run. Well, now they're, they're going to have to do it. Because countries are going to say, "Okay, we'll do it." And I, I, I don't know how the Russians will get themselves out of that that little um, corner they box themselves into. They could accidentally, on purpose, hit a support. That's that's not beyond the realms of possibility, I suppose. I mean, there'll be no grain running. I mean, I'm ruthless. If it was me, that's what I'd do. To be honest, uh, how that would look on the international stage, it would not look good at all, and no one would buy the uh, no one would buy the a- accidentally. On purpose firing cruise missiles into into grain silos, so yeah, they, they they might be in a bit of a bind there. But I'm not, you know, I'm not on the political side of things, so I don't know how this or how this will pan out. I mean, really, what they should do, if they, if they wanted to try and gain some points, would be to say, oh yeah, yeah, no, we we we've definitely evacuated it because of that, and we're going to give you four minesweepers and please start running convoys down to Constanta. That would be a political safe face. It would be done through grinding teeth but they could get a little bit of international support for that if you know what I mean but I don't, I don't know what other people think about uh,
2: thank you Ghani I was just going to ask about the mines but you said that uh, there would be minesweepers in that case if there would be any grain ships coming so uh, obviously they have to do like clear the the space so to say before they can go there thank you
1: thank you Nina thank you Ghani um I'm sure Axel will tell us when he wants to do a restart. So let's go to Luis. Luis,
3: what happened? good morning, guys. <clears throat> I hope is the background noise too loud or or it's That's okay? Right. Yeah, no, it sounds, sounds good. good. Okay, Uh good morning, guten morgen, uh, bon dia, bonjour, merhaba, salam alaikum. Today is a good day. I'm feeling wonderful Uh with these uh, uh Snake Island news. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I hope, uh, today goes on as it started, um, um Wings, I, I have to tell you, uh, I absolutely appreciate your, uh, uh, profile picture and the new account because it's the same person we saw in the video from the tattoo, just without the bird. Um, so absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. And, uh, I, uh, was quite busy today in the morning, already at my my session but uh like i said i'm, I'm feeling good and uh, is there anything else that uh, happened in the morning that is uh, that i don't know
1: well other than snake island being blown up by, by ukraine and russia leaving
3: oh okay and no this noise in the background Luis, i think we lost you we did lose you. aaron do you have news
4: yeah, I just um, just to say, um, <coughs> Russian—the Russians lost a um, landing craft in Maripol, hit a landmine or a sea mine. shall I say? So yeah, the day keeps getting better. So
1: Russian landing craft in the Sea of Azov hit a mine when approaching Mariupol, and so uh, Russia lost another ship in a sea they control all the shores of and have for a month.
4: And apparently, it's a coal line that they they swept for mine. So yeah. Fantastic. I couldn't,
5: imagine, I couldn't imagine being that stupid.
4: <laughs> Are you sure?
0: <clears throat> Maybe that's the idea of sleeping. Just, I'd just advise everyone, uh, mine warfare is very, very complicated and um Princeton and uh Tripoli ran on to mines in swept areas in nineteen ninety one and um we went through and we um uh detected a couple of mines that had been cleared. In swept channels, so mine warfare is is a bit of an art and a a, a bit of black. It's another black magic skill, um, and that's why when people talk about a week sweeping for mines and then opening up the grain corridors, uh, it doesn't work like that. Problem with minefields is um, you've got to sweep it, sweep it, sweep it, sweep it again, and then keep sweeping it, and then mines will either drift into the bit you've swept. Or some bugger will be planting dropping mines behind you, so uh, I'm I'm not surprised. It'll be interesting to see if they do a another big sweeping operation now, because obviously they're busy nicking stuff out there, aren't they? The little rascals. So they might have to do another re-sweep. or it could have just been a drifting dr- drifting mine. So, but yeah, mine my, my warfare, folks. It's the uh, you know it's it's not the easiest thing in the world. Put it that way, as we found out in 1991. And we'd gone through that area before Tripoli. In fact, I've got a photo of us leading Tripoli through, um, through a mineswept channel just before she ran onto a mine.
5: This corridor is going to be interesting with Turkey because Turkey's the one that's been negotiating with Russia to have some type of grain output coming out of there. It's going to be interesting to see, especially with them getting kind of what they wanted from Sweden and Finland at the NATO summit.
4: Hasn't um, Turkish port been receiving most of the grain as well? What was that? I said Turkish port's been receiving most of the grain as well, haven't they? I don't know where they're getting exported out to. I know Africa
5: uh, had some some countries in there that they were getting uh, imported out to.
1: So there's actually a ship out of Umpord a week or so ago. A Russian ship, clearly stolen. No, actually a Turkish ship, clearly stolen grain was leaving Mariupol um, a few, well, about a week ago, give or take. So Turkey, it was also one of the countries, possibly the country, that was getting Russia, you know, there was arguing with Russia the most about getting those channels open, and getting grain out of Ukraine. And that's because Turkey is a really big importer of, of wheat, um, something about 1.4 million tons a year. Okay, quick announcement. Uh, I've had a chat with Axel, and we're just going to push on with the space and see how far the Twitter tech can take us. Maybe there is no Let's longer for our hour limit. And we can just push on because we're, we've already been going for uh, 24 hours and 15 minutes. hasn't crashed yet. Usually it crashes about 24.01. Um, so share and retweet the space. Click that big blue button in the bottom right corner of your screen. We are, I believe, either the second or third largest space on the internets right now. Can we get to first? Right uh click that big blue button tell everyone we're talking about snake island we've got Gunny. we've got Aaron. uh herman i think uh, probably knows a little little thing or two about naval matters judging by his uh, profile picture um so we'll just keep on uh, keep on keeping on uh click that big blue button tag some people uh add some hashtags add uh hashtag snake island obviously um and with that let's go on to watchful
3: hello good day guys uh this one is for Ghani and anyone else who can lend the expertise. Um, is um, the Black Sea still a no-go area for any Ukrainian assets? And uh, and if there is room for deploying assets there, what chances of um, working with um, the Americans and the Brits on, on intelligence, drop, dropping acoustic
0: uh, torpedoes there to try and uh, spook away those uh, kilos thank you uh, so we 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 know the russians have airborne early warning up fairly regularly if if not nearly permanently um portland um reckons a lot of time Sea of Azov, although we have seen them um over just just off sevastopol what they're doing in terms of combat air patrols, etc., over the Black Sea. Don't know. Can't tell you. We know that they're there because occasionally satellite overhead imagery catches pictures of the vapor trails as they fly figure of eight. So it's like a, a fuel-saving racetrack pattern while you, you wait for um, tasks off a cap station. Um, assuming the Russians still have fairly substantial amounts of fast jets, they'd love to pull the Ukrainian Air Force out for a stand-up fight because they can probably afford to lose four or five for one so the ukrainians won't be biting at that as we know ukrainian air force has boxed clever right from minute go from the from the way they disperse to alternate operating fields to not being pulled into stand-up fight uh, hence why I, I believe that we're seeing an uptick in ukrainian fast air um day, daily sorting hunting um submarines no no it it, it, it won't happen a it, it, anti-submarine warfare is not something you can teach in days weeks months in fact it, it will to get really competent at it you'll need years to be honest you'll need dedicated uh anti-submarine assets so you will need helicopters with dipping sonars dippers you'll need maritime patrol aircraft all sorts of things uavs potentially that can drop sonar boys um and then you you need something that can deliver airborne drop lightweight anti submarine torpedoes or or depth charges. So I'm a, I'm afraid not. It's it's going to be something that, you, that the new Ukrainian navy that will be coming will aspire to. Obviously, they're going to be really interested in this simply because kilos have been throwing kit at them for a long time. So the Ukrainians will be really really um, angling for some kind of anti submarine warfare. Capability which, which they'll be given, uh, and we'll train them in that. But at, at the minute, I, I still say the kilos are just something they're going to have to suck up, I'm afraid. Um, there's probably, shipyard reckons there's probably only one out at the minute, but she'll be cruise missile heavy. She, she's she got no need for torpedoes, so she might have, I don't know, 15, 20 cruise missiles on board, so she might start chucking those, but now nah, they're just going to have to deal with it, mate. At the minute, I'm afraid.
5: Hey, Gunny, do you see which. Uh, which type of ship got struck by that mine? Uh, it it looks
0: today. like a, a landing craft with a deckhouse. Down a,
5: a, a, on on Ondatra class? It's yeah, like I've D- got
0: a picture D- of D- something D- here, but it's written in U- Ukrainian, so I can't see the class. Yeah, it's like
5: a, a D-106 uh, Ondatra class uh, landing ship.
0: The one with deck deckhouse right down aft and the flying the... Uh, you defense. might know
5: terminology more than I can just send it to you.
0: Yeah, it's only a, a little thing. <laughs> I bet they had an emotional experience there. Uh, I wonder if they're still in orbit. Let's uh, go to
5: Sojo in the meantime.
0: We're we'll, uh, going
1: in space, there Sojo. Good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon, gentlemen.
6: Good afternoon, everyone. I don't have a Snake Island question. Um, <clears throat> I missed um, most of Sir um, um time here in the space. I was wondering if anybody had asked him about um, General Sir Patrick Sanders. <clears> that the, the chief of general staff uh, 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 speech um, at the land warfare conference on the 28th. <clears throat> did anyone mention it?
7: You mean the speech of the um, head of the general staff?
6: Yes, chief of general staff, yes.
7: Yeah, we did, we did. We highlighted uh, uh, both the novelty of uh, public uh, clarity. Um, of a military leader in that fashion. But also uh, we, we highlight the fact that uh, this was uh, addressing those who come into service and how to recruit them and uh, how to ensure that they understand the mission. So that was very positive.
6: I see. So it wasn't a kind of forewarning to uh, a mobilization. Um, of yeah, the, because it isn't.
7: Because it isn't. If you read through it, it is. Uh, and, and David actually brought this up a few days ago, and we had a discussion with John about it, where essentially that uh, readiness and force mobilisation for readiness and uh, uh, is key. And uh, I think this is clearly underlined in the uh, NATO summit. Uh, oh, sorry, in, in the data running up to the NATO summit, which we've seen so far, uh, that for example, fifth Corps will have. Uh, its commitment as a permanent base in Poland, and that a brigade combat team will be uh, rotated in and out of Romania from there so um the Americans as well as our British friends are doing the utmost and for that you need to be ready and mobile
6: great okay thank you understood agree well, that, that
5: if you guys haven't watched the NATO summit, you guys need to go watch it it's on youtube it's like a it's been a couple of days going so 28th, ninth but there's a full video, and it's some very interesting stuff that's getting said. People need to watch it because it will directly affect your life.
7: Well, we follow this obviously closely, and we get briefings every day in, in substantial amounts, as you can imagine. So it is, a, as David highlighted, there's clear statements of intent, and we do follow that very closely. We actually we have a number of people already on the space who've been directly or indirectly, uh, say, briefed. Participants uh, and given us good advice, I would say, including from the British MOD.
8: Could I make some uh, points, please?
1: Um, yeah, Herman, there's no one up. With, no one with their hand up. Uh, go ahead. Otherwise, you should just raise your hand, and we, we would have called in you earlier. I swear, Herman, go ahead.
8: Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for hosting this space on, uh, and uh, keeping us all informed. I'm uh, making some notes. Uh, we talked earlier about uh, Snake Island and uh, the use of artillery uh, against that island, which one, which I pointed out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's in range with Excalibur and, for instance, with uh, Panzer Howard 2000 howitzers. But I know that they uh, probably have used uh, the French artillery, the uh, Caesar pieces. Uh, There's one thing, though, um, if you look at the distance from where you can put those guns, uh, you have to put them at uh, the border town between uh, what is it, Romania and uh, 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 Ukraine, because uh, you can't put it in uh, uh, the, the quickest uh, uh, distance you can shoot from is about 50 kilometers, about 20, 25 miles, which is the, uh, the exactly the range of an Excalibur grenade. And uh, you can't get any closer because it's a nature reserve. It's a marine delta, it's uh, like a, literally a delta with a river which uh, splits into two uh, other uh, smaller rivers and then you have uh, on the seafront of course So you have literally a triangle which you can come with a, a, a big uh, vehicle, there are no roads there, there are no bridges there, so I would presume that I have been shooting from, I believe the town is Vorholnikov, something like that, uh, in that neighbourhood. And use used that with Excalibur, otherwise you cannot get uh, close enough with a artillery piece to get there and to shoot the hell out of the fuckers at, uh, at Snake Island. So that's one. Um, please also do mind that there still are three gas rigs stolen earlier from uh, Ukraine. Uh, the Russians have taken not three, but four uh, oil rigs and also uh, 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 the support vessels which come with those. And these three rigs have been uh, targeted earlier um by Ukraine uh, uh, in the past week, so, with the Harpoon missiles. And they also had uh, about 100 uh, uh, soldiers on that, and they also had radar equipment, etc. So, although the Snake Island uh, seems to be deserted right now, um, they still have these three rigs, which they have stolen, and probably still are using uh, for uh, um, watching what's going on in the neighborhood. And these rigs are about, from my head, 30, 35 nautical miles Uh, To the north, northeast of uh, uh, Snake Islands. So they still have uh, some fixed uh, points there, the Russians, which they can use to uh, monitor stuff. And uh, we have to see how uh, uh, the Ukraine uh, will go forward with these rigs or try to retake these ones, uh, of course. Um, And also, uh, another point I would like to make on the improved Kilo class ships, which are lurking about in the uh, in the in the Black Sea, I believe there are two or three uh, currently operating there. Um, the uh, Ukrainian uh, Navy does not have any uh, 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 anti-submarine warfare capabilities. Uh, the uh, Ukrainian Coast Guard does have one anti-submarine warfare cutter, as I can recall, but that's an old one, and that's all they have left uh, at the moment from their uh, once glorious navy. So. Um, Currently, they can do anything against those improved kilo-class subs. That's not only uh, bad because they can launch those uh, uh, cruise missiles against uh, cities in uh, in the Ukraine, but these uh, motherfuckers—excuse me for the word—also have mine-laying capabilities. So what they can use uh, to do that is uh, they uh, uh, just—you don't have to shoot at uh, any uh, uh, grain uh, convoys coming through. These uh, improved kilo classes can just uh, drop a line of uh, mines in there, and then. Well, will of course make it a lot difficult uh, to get uh, ships through that uh, sea lanes. Of course, so those are what are the points I would like to make. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Herman. Uh, that that's really really good insight. I think. Um, CJ, do you want to talk about the artillery aspect of of things?
9: Unfortunately, I'm about to go for a run, so I won't be able to answer really questions. But I just want to ask a few um, and, and listen along here because you know until we find out more details, it, it sounds like artillery played a big role, but I'll be sure to update people if they're interested in that. So the, the three sort of questions I have, and you may have already answered them, Gunny or anyone else. But the first is, you know, <clears throat> is this a bigger deal than the sinking of the Moskva? The second is, will Russia ever be back? And three, will Ukraine be able to uh, target new things that they haven't before? Or will we possibly even see a Ukrainian formation there? I'm going to assume not likely. So really, just what kind of targets are now available now that that's been taken out? Thank you. Yeah, Indeed. so
0: we're we're just looking at the minute. Um, yeah, there's there's still information coming in about this. Um, um, eighty-eight. Just just um, having a look. So, uh, in terms of uh, air, def- air air defense establishing air, air superiority over the West Black Sea, yeah, I think it is because we know they had a long-range air search radar there. So, therefore, the intent was to use that island to to establish a, a comprehensive air picture over that part of the world. That's gone now. Um, whilst we don't know the circumstances under which they left, was it, was it because everything had been destroyed or was it because enough had been destroyed that they decided, fuck this, blew everything else up and legged it? Unknown at the minute. I'm suspecting it's probably a mixture of mind unexploded ordnance from the dumps that um were fired maybe maybe some unexploded ordnance if 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 the ukrainians did a big shoot on it booby traps i don't see them putting anyone ashore i i think that place probably is a bit of an eod nightmare what i personally would do if i was ukrainians would be to blow the pier um get a get a boat in with some explosives destroy the pier uh, and maybe crater the ramp as well and then that way they guarantee that the Russians won't be back unless they did something like did a like an airborne drop onto the island or something. Which, which would be hilarious really. Um so yeah I I mean it's internationally recognised as Ukrainian territory. They don't need to put flag on it really. They don't need any 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 people on it. I I I just ensure that nobody goes back there for a little while. And probably it it will remain unoccupied for a a very long time. It's just going to be really messy there. And CJ, I don't know if you heard this earlier, but um, one of the guns
1: that the Ukrainians used against Snake Island was the Bogdan, the homegrown one.
0: Yeah, I
9: did. You know, we were talking in the chat exactly how how many they had, you know, since they didn't have 155 ammo. So it's going to be really interesting when they give us the full rundown of maybe what they shot so we can see... uh, because it's definitely a precursor to Crimea. It's going to take a lot of artillery and coordination to do it, but this is a a great test run, in my opinion. So, quick
1: question. Just because you have, if you have a 155 gun, can you fire an Excalibur, or do you need something special with it to be able to fire it? Basically, I'm, I'm asking, can the Bogdan fire an Excalibur?
9: So, really, you know, the most important thing is that the caliber size is right, so the barrel, so the round will fit in the barrel. You know, whether or not it can, it depends on its ability to, uh, geolocate itself, right. With GPS. And so that's the thing I don't know, but even if it couldn't, you could just take out a military or commercial GPS, stick it on the wheel and, and, you know, kind of go from there. So it's not out of the realm of possibility since physically it'll fit in the tube. So, um, I have to imagine if they were switching over to some NATO weapons ahead of time that they probably thought ahead i probably made it compatible with it but i can't say for certain but there's no reason why it shouldn't be
1: thank you cj i can hear you ready um bg you had something for us no
5: i was gonna ask he's he's so pumped up right now i love it for him um this is some important news and it's the right time for your running that's great timing uh for you but now i was gonna ask since you brought up crimea, there's been talks of that bridge in crimea heavily the past couple of days with some bad things happening to it and i don't know if this is true or not or if it's going to break. I
9: don't know if you've heard anything about that, CJ, or anybody. What I would say is two things. One, just how difficult it is to take out uh, bridges with artillery or, well, really more specifically, rocket artillery. You know, with the bridge in Odessa, it took, I think, Russia 20 to 30 missiles before they actually had uh, good effects on that uh, bridge. And so this bridge is much larger. So I would assume it would take a lot more missiles, something, (laughs) I mean, honest to God, in the realm of 50 to 60. So it's a pretty pretty big endeavor, and it's still out of range of most of their systems. I mean, as we said before with Chuck and other people, you know, an explosive team, you know, some sort of soft element infiltrating would probably be better suited. But also, you know, if they blow it now, let's say they can blow it, and they blow it now, this would give Russia a lot of time to to think of another solution, right? Because at the end of the day, like, even though I, I truly believe, especially after this, that Ukraine will be able to retake most of Crimea, it's not going to happen really anytime soon. So if they're going to do it, they need to pick the right time when Russia is most dependent on that bridge. And it's, it, it's not right now, if that makes sense, because if they blow it now, you know, Russia will start bringing in, maybe they'll stop stealing foreign grain and just start shipping weapons and ammo uh, right through that same area, in which case it, the, the effects on the battlefield will be pretty similar. So I would just say it's um, a consideration, but probably not for right now. You have heard it though. You have what I'm talking about. You have heard that or no? Oh no! Don't worry. <laughs> I think it's been asked. Uh, okay. okay. Not so much. No, no, no. I mean, it's a very important thing, right? Because it's like a juicy target, and it seems like you know it, I, people have seen a lot of movies. But I'm not saying that that's you in any case. But um, no, think, no, no. You know, I think the newest thing that I've sort of been thinking about it is really just the timing aspect, because you know logistics are so important. You you see all over the Donbass, these supply depots going up, and I think. More than anything, that's probably what the Ukrainians are thinking through because Russia has learned how to improve, right? From the early days of Kyiv, where they were doing, you know, these long convoys to fixing that problem and setting up supply depots. They don't want to give them six months to come up with a workaround, right? You know what I mean? So I think it you know, if they're gonna blow it, it's not gonna be now.
10: Yeah, one
5: thousand percent. I was just curious of what talking heads are talking about because the one that I heard it from is from their director of army uh research i don't know if that's significant i don't know if that's a talking head that has any motion or can make and and pull things but saying that i was just curious appreciate that a lot
9: yeah the only other thing i would say is like you know ukrainian partisans and other people have been very active in this sphere uh for good reason i mean ukraine certainly can blow it up sort of anytime they want it doesn't you know necessarily take the largest endeavor and based on the capabilities we've seen they could execute it so i think uh there's a lot of value to making sure the Russians know that as well, more than anything else. Thank you, CJ. By
1: the way, there's been reporting from a journalist um, that in that town on the Ukrainian-Romanian border that's closer, closest to Snake Island, locals are reporting continuous explosions from Snake Island, which plays into um, the ammo depot on Snake Island being destroyed, right? It's still cooking off. Just a little note there. Um, I also
0: wouldn't be
9: surprised, Domen, now that this is sort of done. They didn't hear explosions from Snake Island. They heard explosions from artillery firing. I mean, this is what I was always thinking, but I, yeah, I wasn't going to say anything until, you know, the results were seen. But it's oh, probably far, far more likely, especially 25 miles, that it was actually just the outgoing fire <laughs> than the... Uh, exactly.
8: The yeah, it's 25 miles or 50 kilometers. So unless the wind was towards them, uh, no dice. They heard uh, outgoing fires. That's my opinion, at least.
1: Um, even, even though these r- explosions were apparently still going on an hour ago, hours, hours, hours after Russians themselves reported they've left the island?
9: A hundred percent. Like, if you do um, artillery spotting via sound, which is actually a technique where you listen for the, where the round lands and try and adjust it off that, pretty much at more than five miles, you can't hear a round land. So, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But no, it's... Um, especially if you're an untrained person, you, you probably don't know the difference. And I mean, this area isn't on the front by any stretch. So, they don't necessarily know the differences between incoming and outgoing. And I bet... Ukraine probably highlighted the uh, impacts more than where they were so they could hide these weapons. I mean that's honest to god the most impressive thing. I mean we know Russian spies are everywhere and you know this is a highly trafficked area. The fact that they could, you know, hide systems in there and not have them be destroyed or at least at the very least detected is a gigantic OPSEC, uh accomplishment.
1: Well, that that that's good too then. Uh, let's go to Dani uh, sorry let's go to Gani first and then to Damien. Gani.
0: Yes, okay. Um you might have missed it earlier. We we had a tip off yesterday. Um, um, someone messaged me. Their their relative lives um north. I'll I'll send you the um I'll, I'll send you a satellite overhead. But um, she reported hearing very loud explosions that were rattling her window panes. Um, and it it sounded like it was regularly spaced. So yesterday we guess that was um outgoing, um from a gun or a battery. Um, and we kind of pinpointed it down, and it worked out. Obviously, we didn't know exactly where, but it averaged about um, 26.5 miles from from the island. Um, and my first thought was, if it wasn't breaking the windows, um, and, and as you say, being civies uh, and not on the front line, they they were just here in a, a, a battery conducting a shoot.
1: Fair enough. Thanks, Benny.
0: Daniel, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Okay. Thanks. Sorry. Uh,
11: yeah, uh, really good, great news to read about uh, Snake Island. And uh, I, I kind of have my own theories of where the RT could have shot from based on some uh, firm's data and others that I've seen. Um, but uh, yeah, so just, that's just a comment. So I, I don't have a question, but I do have a question about the Twitter space. It seems that starting yesterday... I no longer see this Twitter space come up in my feed at all. So it usually is just floating above all of the tweets and I can just click on it and join it. I even searched for it and I couldn't find it in the spaces area of Twitter. And I had to resort to uh, searching individuals and then seeing if they've shared the space. So I, I was wondering if others have reported have the you, same have you Have you see if you have any updates for your phone or for the... Yeah, uh, the I, I have updated everything to the latest uh, just to <laughs> see if that... So maybe if you've have you tried to Have you tried
5: putting, putting your phone in right?
11: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try that right away. Yeah, I'm sure it's delicious. Uh, but no. <laughs> um, just a general
1: note, that's happened to me several times before and it seems that occasionally uh-huh. twitter just doesn't like us very much and then it hides it from right.
11: right so it's probably shadow banning it thanks guys sorry to hear that it's uh, causing you this you, yeah you just go to the
7: what you should do is you should i don't know domin whether you already mentioned this i just stopped by uh you should uh, just go to the water report uh, page if you click on the water report avatar and app it says a follow um, you will always find us there.
11: I've tried that, uh, and it, it no longer highlights as if the Walter Report is in a space. Because uh, usually you have that um, colorful highlight around your icon. That doesn't happen anymore.
7: So, no, no, yeah, no that's not what weird. I meant. If you go to the Walter Report Twitter account, yeah, just click on the uh, click on the avatar. Go to the Water Report Twitter account. The most the the current space is always either pinned. One of the last 5, 10 tweets. Yeah, but
11: it, it just isn't, uh, Axel. So, yeah, that's why I, I was bringing it up. Maybe share it a little bit more today. It, maybe if it's happening for me, others are experiencing
10: the same stuff.
5: So. Yeah, everyone, it, everyone can share. Absolutely.
10: Cool.
11: Yeah, thanks. That
5: was it. Adrian, you had your hand up. Hey,
10: guys. Uh, great news indeed. Uh, absolutely. Uh, first of all, I think uh, it's also a wonderful political argument uh, for... Uh, Giving Ukraine more Western weapons and more weapons, because apparently, if you give Ukraine Western weapon, they uh, pound the Russians to hell, and then they they withdraw. So, uh, any talking head, useful idiot in the West, uh, journalist who says that uh, weapons uh, mean escalation and prolonging the war, no, it's completely the opposite. Give them more weapons. They will push the Russians back and they will eventually get out out when they get uh, enough losses. So, uh, I just wanted to re- reiterate that because it's a super obvious example. And for people who are arguing with someone uh, about, um, well, we shouldn't send more weapons because we're escalating. It's like, well, we sent and they pounded Snake Island and they got out. And I had a little fury as a zero experienced military guy about how they uh, used artillery on this uh the landscape of the danube delta both of the romanian and the uh, ukrainian side is filled with little rivulets, but also like tiny islands and tiny uh, tiny pieces of sand where uh, it's actually very beautiful to visit i recommend to anyone it's one of the most beautiful places on earth um, and I'm wondering if uh, the Ukrainians just uh, didn't uh, drop some of these uh, artillery pieces on uh, barges and just move them around to some of these rivulets. I think it would be uh, to some of these little islands and just found the right place. And it's like uh, also a um, great place to conceal things because there is a, there are a lot of reeds. There are a lot of... Um, I mean, it's kind of pretty hard to detect. And also the possibilities of placing some artillery are practically infinite <laughs> well give or take but in the sense that there's many tiny islands without names uh and tiny pieces of sand sandbars without names where you could put an artillery piece that's in range so that was my two cents you. danny what
0: reckon? Uh, sorry mate I, I i missed that i was just um squaring something away S- sorry dick can you repeat
10: that so basically the landscape of the delta yeah. is many S- sorry uh, it's sorry, many little. CJ oh, go said ahead,
1: Donen, that please. fire well on either sand or wall, so that probably wouldn't work. He's listening and, uh, and running at the same time. Sorry, Adrian,
7: but CJ says probably not. Okay, you are now allowed, uh, for the first time ever on this space, to actively, jointly sing in a canon, a cadence, so that our friend has a proper cadence to run with, because if he's doing PT at this point in time, he needs a proper cadence. As long as you start this off, Axel. Well, I don't have to, you know. Gunny do you
0: remember this, running? Oh, 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 oh! Shots oh. <laughs> fired from the sausage-eating head. Oh, Axel! Oh, I'm in such a good mood. I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> 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 oh, why don't you? Why don't you spend less time on the space and more time improving that excuse for a beard of the photo you sent me? Because frankly, I could do better with a black crayon, mate. <laughs> you
7: just want to have the white uh, colours, that's all.
1: Yeah, that's not happening. Axel's not Austrian. That's a Eurovision joke.
4: Aaron. Yeah, I was going to say to Gunny, do you know what the icing on the cake would be with Snake Island? If the TB2s hit the speedboats leaving the island, that would have been perfect. And just both of them getting looked at, that'd be great.
0: I, I've seen some footage, and it looks like they were shooting onto something to the right of the island. I I, I I couldn't really see properly. I mean hit, hitting something like a raptor with, with 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 artillery would be you know that would be quite that would be quite epic to do. Uh unless you had some kind of guided round. Um but there are reports that something did get did, did get sunk there. So you you've got report that a raptor might have been killed and a report that one of these ro- uh, one of these Helos might have been killed, but we're still just waiting out for confirmation on that. Um, I, I mean, is it doable? You, yeah, I mean, if it was just sat off for some reason. Um, it, it definitely looks like they had a TB2 doing adjustment. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think people are still looking at it, Aaron, to be honest with you. Um there seems to be a bit of a, a satellite blank going on. Um, Ocean eighty eight's just just digging deep now, just just trying to ascertain what exactly might have gone on there. So there's still kind of news coming in, if you know what I mean. I mean, yeah, I've heard reports that there still might be explosions happening, um, which would probably indicate the ammunition dumps are, are, are just going on. Still. But we'll wait and see. As as ever, you usual stuff. Still info coming in. Um, they, they they probably they probably don't want to be poking the dirt, the Russians too much at this point, do they? Well, Black Sea Fleet commander is going to be in a shitty mood. I mean, I I just wouldn't I wouldn't be in Black Sea Fleet HQ at the minute. That's definitely a day to keep away from regimental <laughs> HQ building. <laughs> maybe, maybe go and stand, go and do a perimeter patrol for about twelve hours. There's going to be a lot of unhappy officers in that HQ. Put it that way.
1: Apparently, there's um. Telegram pictures of the Bogdan right on the on the on the coast as well. Um, maybe I don't know fifty meters back from the from the shoreline. Firing. This is the one five five of Ukrainian production. Um, let's uh, let's go to knockers and then Raven and swing back to Aaron. Knockers. Good afternoon.
11: Hello. Um, I've got a little good news story, sort of feel good thing. Um, nothing about Snake Island, though. So, if you want to carry on with Snake Island, or if you want five minutes to uh, look into it some more,
1: um, if, if you give I me, can
2: if wait, you, or I can go.
1: <laughs> I can run down, and then I can look into more, into more of more of it, and then we can swing back to later. How does that sound?
2: Yeah, yeah, good stuff.
5: So, how many how many speedboats are supposed to be? If there's, only, if there's only two reported, how many people can fit on a speedboat to get off the island?
1: So, two or three, and plus helicopters on top of that.
5: Plus helicopter. Okay.
1: Yeah, plus uh, helicopters. One apparently haven't been taken down. Um, Raver.
9: Yeah, this is for Axel. I don't have anything on uh, Snake Island. So, pebbles and bam, bam on a Friday night. Tried to get to heaven on a paper kite. Lightning struck. And down they fell. A 120 sable sent them straight to hell. Man,
7: that was excellent. Bloody hell. Raver, <laughs> you got the ranger running, I hope. Yep, Hopefully CJ caught that. Eric? Um,
4: yeah, I just quick up. I think Odessa's got an air raid alert on as well, so maybe the Russians started their games already.
8: my um uh, put uh, some details on the uh, evacuation of Snake Island. Please do. Okay, thank you. Thank you. The uh, Tony account, um, which is named Russell Filiac account, he posted already yesterday, uh, uh, the 29th, actually, uh, uh, five small uh, boats used for transporting troops. It's also on my profile. And those are BL 850 boats, and they're used for troop transport. I don't think you can take a lot of stuff uh, on those boats, and there were already five there at the pier. So at the 29th, they were already, seems to be uh, uh, getting boats there and they can only be used for troops. So I think they're already evacuating uh, with those five BL850s on June the 29th. And only the day after, I I presume with new satellite passes, uh, they saw there's no one left at the island, and they claimed that the uh, Russians had gone.
7: I think there will be more satellite imagery available to the public only in a few days clarifying this because um if the ukrainian armed forces command says that they have managed to capture some of them already i take it they were full because they get their intelligence
8: from a different batch of satellites just to add to those bo850s these uh, vessels they can have two crews on board and about 12 persons to take away So if you have five, you can do the math, Uh, 12 times five, so they could have taken off about 70, maybe 80 if they crammed it up real fully. So if they've um, taken prisoners of war actually, is that what you're saying, Then they had even more prisoners on the islands?
7: Well, uh, Gunny is still here. So there was, and uh, Aaron as well, there was a lot of kit on the island to operate. So, I think the estimate was that about 200 Russian uh, operators would have to be on site to operate all the kit. So if they wanted to evacuate, uh, they would have had to take a lot uh, in a couple of trips, whereas we are, at least I'm not aware of them having done more than one trip.
0: Yeah, I mean, unless they started doing a, a drawdown sort of 24, 48 hours ago, um, it, it's. I suppose it's not beyond the realms of possibility but there might still be people left there uh we'll have to wait and see on that the initial reports were there were four attack helicopters that flew over there and I was kind of well one it was a bit of a stretch for him like a, a, a ka-52 or something like that um it it I, I saw no reason for him to send those um so our guess was it was four helixes instead um which again it's not it's not an amazing choice if you if you want to move people i'd really use an mi8 or something like that so there's still some bit, bits and pieces here but don't really square a garrison of 200 on on three or four raptors and four helixes mm, gonna be tight that i think um would they just evacuate the smes the officers and leave the grunts behind mm, yeah i can see that as well so um I'd tell you what I'd do, uh, and again, this is just because I'm evil and, and I have no heart. Uh, I would have left some grunts there, forcing the Ukrainians probably to put a debt on the island to round them up and get them off as a humanitarian mission. And then I'd mallet the island with cruise missiles while well. the Ukrainians are there. Um, I'd I'd wonder if that might be a, an outside possibility. So that that might be something worth looking out for. It'd be pretty heartless, but at, at the end of the day, it's the kind of thing that they do. Just leave the conscripts there and then mallet any um, any rescue operation.